I got drunk last night and I replied with a big, huge spiel <laughs> to somebody's post. And, yeah. and she goes, thanks for the lecture, Chris. Not sure it helps or that it's relevant to my point. And I, I went, uh, I noticed that this morning. I went, yeah, must stop writing crap after a few drinks. And she's replied, oh, you didn't, with all caps. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's me. Welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Okay, with that amazing little story, <laughs> here we are, episode uh, 208 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I was recording that, Chris. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, right. Um, and now everybody knows that I write some amazing stuff when I'm drunk. You write amazing stuff when you're sober. I'd hate to think what it's like when you're drunk. Oh, so I, um, <laughs> I got... Did I ever tell you about the time I got... In trouble with um, the lawyers at Telecom? No. <laughs> Are you allowed to talk about it? I am because I uh, was good. I um, I drank way too much one night. There's a theme going on here, yeah. folks, and uh, Chris yeah. doesn't seem to be learning from it, but it's okay. <laughs> you know, it's a nature thing. Um, and uh, and I, uh, what happened was I wrote a letter to the editor to the invest- editor of what investigate magazine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. About. Um, uh, Local loop unbundling, which was the thing at the time. Yeah, big thing that was happening. Yep. And um, I had my opinion, which was different to everybody else's opinion, pretty much. Yep. Which was, it was a stupid idea. And I explained why. And I wrote all this stuff and I had research in there and what happened in Mexico and all this stuff. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Um, So that was all good. And I forgot all about it. And then one day I got a phone call from my uncle uh, on a Saturday morning. He goes, hey, I really loved your article in uh, Investigate Magazine. And I'm like. What? What are you talking about? It's so about had, a month later. So you had no recollection. They, I didn't remember it, but they never told me they were publishing it. And they actually cut so much out of it, it didn't make a lot of sense, to be honest. Um, and, uh, yeah, I had to grab – I went and bought a copy of the magazine, just about fainted, went, uh, <laughs> went to work and went uh, – talked to the head of the call centre and went, I think I've got a bit of a problem, and gave it this. And, yeah, the only thing that saved me was – at the very end, I said, I must point, and in, in the uh, interests of full disclosure, I do work at Telecom, but these are my own opinions and not those of my employer. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, totally. And because I said that, and they printed it, uh, I was okay. Okay. But- <laughs> it's good to see Chris has not learned anything uh, from drinking. No. So if you want to have a conversation with Chris, uh, it's probably good to hit him up uh, late at night. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, dude, I can write some amazing stuff when I'm... I'm sure you can. <laughs> uh, anyway, lo- let's get on with the show. Oh, look, the producer's here. We thought the cat got run over the other day. Uh, oh, God. But no, it just disappeared for like a whole day and a bit, and then it reappeared. Yeah, it's been hot, so it doesn't want to come and sleep with me at night. Oh, there's thunder again. Yep. So uh, Hamilton is very much in the grips of... Thunder and lightning these yep. days. So uh, I don't know if you'll be able to hear that, but sometimes <laughs> sometimes the uh, thunder's pretty loud, and uh, let's see if we lose some power. Well, we'll, we'll soon find out, because we'll go... 
That's right. Silent. <laughs> oh, you should just leave them hanging for a bit. Anyway, okay, moving on. All right, what do we got today to talk about? I don't know, but you're slapping your leg again. I don't know if that's... I'm oh, slapping the actual You're slapping... Chair. Oh, no, it's terrible. It's the worst audio to try and edit around. Little slappy Chris. <laughs> Slap happy Chris in the podcast studio, slapping away. That's got so nothing bad. else to Well, he's got nothing else to do with his hand. Well, so. I have. I'm stroking the cat. Yeah. So to speak. Um, so, anyway, uh, Rainforest, Rainforest Trust Charity Auction. Yeah, okay. okay. So, the, this Rainforest Trust had a charity auction, I'm guessing. Yep. Where's this so happening? So, I, th- well, I think it's a worldwide thing. Oh, um, okay. So, what they're auctioning is the naming rights to 12 newly discovered species. So it could is this be going a bit. Is this going to go silly? Like no, well oh, I don't know. Like it could be tugboat, tuggy, whatever it was called. Well, no, but it's, it, they've got to pay for it. Oh, so yeah, somebody's okay. got Sorry, to yeah, stump yeah. up with some cash, yeah, yeah. right? The money raised will be spent to purchase and protect land that these species have been found in. Uh, mostly, I think South America, like around the Amazon and stuff like that, right? Um, charity d- donations from the auction will be matched by other benefactors. Go further, so I think it's a really good idea. So they've they did list some of them. I haven't written them down. Don't worry about that research thing. Um, obviously, I wasn't drunk enough to do it properly, but. Uh, <laughs> They, uh, I think there's a couple of frogs and bits and pieces like that. But you could have your name associated for all eternity, effectively, well, as long as man lasts, so maybe another 50 years, um, until we're wiped out. But, yeah. How annoyed or do you think the people that actually discovered those things are? Cause oh, I, no, I think I think they're probably they're behind part it. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're all behind it. And I mean, I think it's a great idea. I mean, if you've if you've got a lot of money, like more money than you know, like a Resnick, uh, and you want to feel like you know, my life isn't all about like being a ripping people off, ripping people off. Yeah, I was trying to think of a word I could That's use right. that wasn't That's too right. offensive. Um, then uh, you'd spend you know a few million on on a naming a frog and be known for that frog ever after. Yeah. yeah, I guess it's a good idea. If you, yeah, yeah, good on them. Anyway, I thought it was a good idea. We I should name more things after people that want to pay lots of money for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Trumpus ubiquitous or something frog. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on. What do you got? Uh, I went to the bank this week, and I uh, was changing some money. Is what I wanted to do, and I went up and uh, I said, "Can I change this into one fifty dollar note?" And uh, the woman's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no worries, we can do that. Oh, hang on, I'm just waiting for the drawer to finish emptying or replenishing or whatever it does. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. Uh, so they've got draw. My brother-in-law does a lot of work with these drawers for another bank, and he, he he's always got horror stories about them, and they're always switching them out because they always fail. So basically the drawer uh, on the top has got money in it, and then it drops into a safe below. I think is right. how it works. I don't know. But anyway, while she's doing that, this woman comes in and she's standing there and she's probably in her late 50s early 60s she's dressed quite well and she's at the front of the queue there's no one in the bank and she goes oh is it right if i come forward and the other teller next to her yeah yeah that's fine come forward hey uh i left a couple of phone messages this morning on your service thing and nobody rang back and the lady goes oh Oh, that's because uh, What's-Her-Face isn't working today and she's the one that would have checked that and should have got back to you. Oh, well, what I'm after... And then she leant in really closely to this other teller and was trying to whisper, but she's right next to me, so I'm just like, whatever. So what I what, what I was ringing up for was uh, 
I just wanted to make sure you had enough $100 notes for me. Because I want to withdraw $13,000 in cash out of my bank account. And the teller says, well, I know I've got a lot of 50s. I'll just see how many hundreds. And she asked my teller, hey, do you have, how many hundreds do you have? And she's like, I don't know. I'm still waiting for the drawer to do its thing. Okay. It's just, I have to get the $13,000 out to pay back a friend of mine. And I was just like, I want to know what the story is. Because <laughs> yeah. something shady's going on somewhere because... why? That's a lot of cash to move, right? To a friend that you owe. I, I could almost say, oh, I'm buying a car. It's a real deal. I mean, that's the only thing I could think of that you'd need 30 yeah, because thousand dollars, and you know, and it'd have to be some sort of random. It didn't sound legit. No, it sounded weird. But then when I left the bank, um, and I... followed the woman. No, no, no. <laughs> she, she was still in there waiting for all the money, um, and she only had like a little handbag. So I was like, okay. Anyway, uh, there was a guy. You'd expect her to at least invest in a briefcase to do this properly. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, there was a guy in the car park. He had no feet, and it really threw me for a second. Um, okay. And when I mean he had no feet, he basically had pants on, and I'm pretty certain they weren't prosthetic legs at all. They were his feet, uh, his le- normal legs, but there was feet missing from the ankle down. And then the pant leg was just wrapped around the bottom, and he was walking on the stubs across the car park. Uh. Yeah, no. <laughs> and I was just like, what is going on? How's he doing that? Do you think we're in the Matrix? Uh, no, I think it would, no, it'd be a bit weirder if it was, wouldn't it? You'd hope it'd be a bit weirder than that. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, okay. Well, speaking of weirder, so uh, Steve shared a story with me. You know, our friend, sea- seafood uh, allergic friend, Steve. Yeah, yeah, seafood. Seafood, Steve. <laughs> well, his, his, his wife's a doctor at Anglesey Clinic. Oh, right. okay. Um, she's, she's really cool. I met her when we went to Aussie. Yeah, stuff. Um, and I can't remember. That's pretty enough. good for him to be hooked up with a doctor. Do you think that's part of his reasoning? I don't know. I'm like but... super allergic to seafood, so you need to be around me all the time. Oh, he doesn't even bother with an EpiPen these days. He's like, it's just too much effort. Uh, <laughs> it's too much effort just staying alive. If, if it's my time to go because I ate the bloody chicken McNugget of the sea, <laughs> it's my time to go. <laughs> <laughs> so Sam and I have just had dinner. I shouted him um, uh, Noodle Master, and um, I always get the seafood thing. He got the sea- uh, seafood one, and he goes, what the hell is this? It's sort of like tastes really fishy, but it's sort of a gelatin thing. I'm like, I think they call it the chicken nugget of the sea. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's processed fish that's mashed together and solidified. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but it was quite tasty. Yeah, it was all right. Uh, anyway, chicken McNugget, let's see. Um, okay, so anyway, so uh, this story was early hours one uh, weekend, I think, like a Friday night or something, but more well, Saturday morning, I should say, early hours. Yeah. Three o'clock. These um, two people come. Running in, you know, teenagers come running into uh, emergency, and yeah, then yeah. they sort of look at each other and they sort of confer and then run out again. And the nurse is like, "What the hell's going yeah, on now?" Yeah. So they go out, and and the guys go in and they go, "Oh, we got somebody who's unconscious. What what's the best thing to do with them?" 
She goes, bring them in here. Oh, can you come out and... Um, look at them. Look at them. I cannot leave. I'm the only nurse on. Okay. I have to stay here in this room. Bring them in. So they oh, okay. So they run in. And they grab this woman, um, and she's, you know, 19, 20, yeah, maybe, yeah. something like that. Um, totally non-responsive, right? Okay. So they get her into, like, a, a cubicle, whatever, and they're, they're putting her in the thing, pinching her, because you know how they do those yeah, tests. They, they do pinch the response them test things. Response yep. tests. I think they did everything except um, for pricking the feet. They hadn't got that far, but it was like, there was no way. There was no responsiveness at all. And they was like, look, I need to know what's going on. So she's she breathing? Drinking? Yeah, 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 she was breathing yeah, fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, but just otherwise non-responsive. Yeah. Like the, eye, like the eyes aren't moving or anything. Oh. And what's going on? And um, they go, oh, no. Has she had some alcohol, narcotics? What, you know, no, 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 nothing like that at all. Nothing like that at all. Okay. And she Definitely goes, is. I need to know. Yeah, yeah. So we can do something. Oh, no, no, it's not like that at all. And so, anyway, the doctor, I, I can't, don't recall whether it was Steve's wife or, or just somebody there. This is the story. Anyway. Okay, yeah. So somebody's outside, because um, you know how they're in the emergency with little curtains around all the yeah, yeah, things. Yeah. So she's just come out of one, she's writing some notes, and she overhears one of the people talking to the other one going, I wonder if it's just like it. last time, the other month, what happened the other time? She goes, can we ask her? And like, is it what happened the other time? And so what, they're asking no the unresponsive person? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And um, so this, I think it was a nurse who was, made the note and, and heard this and went and told the doctor or whatever, and, and so the doctor comes back in and goes, look. Oh, pulls that person aside that said the comment. Look, we need to know what happened the other time. What is it? Yeah. What has happened? What has happened? And she goes, oh, okay. So what do you think it was? Um, I, you need to get this is, they're playing some stupid game and they knock. They got knocked out. No. Um, Think weirder than this. I don't know where this is going to go. This sounds like it's going to be epic. Uh, <laughs> okay, go hit me with it. I no, honestly, don't know. Um, she's possessed by the devil. Oh, of course, and she's been possessed before. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, and um, anyway, so the the girl starts coming around and there's nothing wrong with her. And um, and she's fine after a bit. She was just possessed. And because uh, the, the thing that um, uh, this, this doctor was like, after they'd gone, like, damn, I missed my opportunity. I should have said, I need two, 10 cc's of holy water, stat. <laughs> yeah, yeah opportunity's not coming up again. Um, but, oh, my God. It, it just, it, for one thing, it shows you how... Amazing our brains can be to, if you believe something enough that you make your body do stuff. Yeah, true. Um, I, and how stupid our brains can be. I, yeah. <laughs> because they can believe the shit. So I'm sure I've told the story before, but I've been through that before with a female once that was possessed with a demon. Scariest night of my life. I don't know that you've told me that. With the sleeping bag and the person was going after it with the axe and all that? No. No? Let's tell that story now. Uh, so, uh, my brother-in-law, before he was my brother-in-law, was my flatmate. And he had a different girlfriend, obviously, that wasn't my sister at the time. Yeah. yeah. And um, 
he at one point in the past i'm not sure when he picked up this girl that was hitchhiking in rotorua and he says to his parents hey this girl's got nowhere to stay can she stay in the spare room and his parents said no we don't know her it seems really weird so he said okay so he paid for a motel room for her and um that was all good and then later on she paid him back yeah cool cool and then she was in contact with them somehow and she said i'm in trouble my dad's beating me up or something along those lines and uh i remember i was off work i had i stuffed my back i was rolling around on the floor doing nothing most of the time and his girlfriend at the time said we should go get her and take her out of that environment and bring her down to rotorua where we were and i was like because where, where was she auckland auckland okay. and so i'm like yep sweet as and i think this was before cell phones could map yeah, yep. yeah. So it was sort of print out something. Good and old try maps and stuff. Yep, yep. So we go up, we pick up this girl, and uh, what we didn't know was she's absolutely stunningly beautiful. And uh, the brother-in-law, uh, flatmate's girlfriend at the time, was not 100% happy when she was coming towards us. And she was just like, what the hell? <laughs> and, he, and he's quite... I love that when... And he's quite oblivious to it. And... <laughs> So that's right. We get back home. Not and saying anything about your sister at this point. Well, my sister's I've not involved. Met, I've never met your sister. Oh, dude, he's oblivious to staying this. Uh, anyway, carry on. Uh, so that's right. <laughs> so we get back, and I think it was. I don't know if it was that night or the following night. Anyways, I don't know. And there was a party at some point, and I'm not sure if that was before or after this. It doesn't matter. But. Uh, we're in the house. He's in his room with his girlfriend. The random chicks on the couch. I'm in my room on my queen size waterbed, and she comes in. She sort of figures out where I am. She comes into the room and she said, "There's someone in the house. There's someone in the house. There's someone in the house." And she's freaking out. And I, at the time, had a six cell, six D cell torch mag light, big one. Yeah, I used to have those in security. We we called it Bob. <laughs> so I grabbed Bob and I'm like, what's going like I'm getting I'm like just what the hell? And yeah. then she's like, they're coming after me, they're in the house, they're gonna get me with an axe. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, uh, what? There's no one in the house and I'm like, what? And I don't and I'm like, um okay. And she says, Can I sleep with you? Like in your room. And I'm like, what? Okay. Maybe. I don't know. So anyway, she, so she, yeah. How old are you at this point? Uh, I don't know. 19. Okay. 18, oh, 19, no. 20, whatever. And so that's right. And she's, I don't know what she was, six, 17. She's younger. Yeah. Anyway, so she comes back. She, she's got a sleeping bag that the flatmate must have given her. So she comes back and she's in, in the sleeping bag on top of the heated water bed. Yeah. With a blanket on her. Like, and I'm That's just going to be real warm. Yeah. So I'm sort of just on the edge of the bed, just like, yeah, okay, cool. Just try and get some sleep. And I'm like, what's going on? What's going on in my head? And then um, at one point I wake up and she's sort of holding the edge of the sleeping bag against her, fighting with herself in the sleeping bag going, and this is a little petite little female and she talks like this normally but at this point she's like talking in some sort of weird tongue thing i'm trying to fight him off now and i'm like what and i'm like i don't know what's going on and she's going on about the devil inside her and she's fighting him off and thrashing around and i'm like what <laughs> so i've got the torch ready to like defend myself because any moment the devil's going to come after me i think 
Anyway, <laughs> she eventually stopped. <laughs> Sorry, so, carry on. So she eventually stops, uh, and then uh, I'm just like awake for the whole night, clutching this torch. Um, yeah, and then in the morning, she was back to normal, didn't mention it. Uh, I'm trying to explain it to the flatmate who's looking at me like, what the hell are you on about? And I'm like, I haven't slept all night because of this thing. And he's like, what? And then I think the next night might have been a party and he reckoned she was doing something similar when she fell asleep on the couch. Um, And then a side story, there was a guy that we called Goat. I don't know what his real name was, but man, that guy could hook up with any chick. Didn't matter who it was. And he was hooking up with her. Like it was his like special. He was like the weirdest looking dude. And he'd just be like, hey, and then next thing you know, he just, and every time you saw him, he just had all these females all over him. Anyway, that was, uh, yeah, it was my story about. That, that, that beats my story, but that was very interesting. That's awesome. But That's awesome. talking about. I think we've got a, a name for the podcast here. Possessed with Chris and Sam. <laughs> well, before that, it was going to be uh, chick- the Chicken McNugget of the Sea. But <laughs> so many great titles in this episode. But talking about lending someone some money and then getting paid back, uh, yeah. you're supposed to give us an update of someone called what's her name? Shona. Shona, uh, the so- an- antonym of boner. Because uh, the other day, Chris says to me, "Hey, this woman came up to me in the street and asked if I was a local," and I was like, "Oh, here we go." And she said, oh, I've got a lot of, I've got what dental problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm sitting outside, um, for those in Hamilton will know it, maybe Kachina Kachina is the, um, or is it just once? It says it twice on the receipts anyway, um, is the name of the cafe on Anglesey Street. Um, you know the one? Is that the new one on the, the corner? The new one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so I'm, I'm right up against, it's, it's got a little like rail around it. Like, you've got a patio that you're out. So I was on the patio having my brunch. It was a beautiful, sunny Saturday morning, about 8.30 a.m. maybe. This woman comes up, and she's um, older. Uh, Does she look terrible? Reasonably well-dressed. Okay. Had a bit of li- little hippie-ish, if anything, you know, but bit too many okay. jangly things on. Bit of um, uh, makeup on. Smelled nice. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's a, always- it's always a thing, right? But that's Is good. it? What do you do, do you, when well, you meet no. someone? <laughs> you smell, you smell nice. You want to talk? No, but you know what I mean. Like if yeah, you're okay. accosted by someone, usually they don't smell nice. Well, we were accosted by that dude earlier, but yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And I didn't sniff him. Um, but anyway, <laughs> just saying. Um, so um, outside the uh, noodle master he's talking about. Uh, anyway, so. Um, she goes, oh, excuse me, and are you a local? That's right. And so I thought she wanted directions to somewhere. That, that's what it would sound like if you got asked that question first off the bat. Yeah, so that was the thing. Excuse me, are you a local? I said, yeah, I am. She goes, oh, thank God for that. I was like, and I'm all ready to like go, this is where I am, where am I, you know. And she goes, oh, I've got some problems. I've got some real issues to spend divorced, and um, I've moved down to Hamilton. I don't know anybody here, and I've got dental problems. I'm like. I mean, if you're going to hit anyone up <laughs> with some sort of problem, it's going to be Chris. It wasn't exactly the way she said it, but it was pretty close to what she said. I'm like, what? Um, not quite the whole. What is going on? You here? know what I would have said. <laughs> you know what I would have said. Just thinking about it now, I just turned to her and said, "I know that I look amazing, but I'm not a dentist. Go away." Yeah. So anyway, she says, "I really need sixty bucks." 
And I'm which, like, which is a weird figure for a dentist. I'm sorry, I don't even know what you get for sixty dollars when you visit a dentist. Oh, what a pat on the back, and here's a free toothbrush. <laughs> I don't know. I assumed that she had most of the money and needed an extra sixty, but I'm like, it's eight eight thirty on a Saturday morning. Why is she worried about this right now? Anyway, anyway. I just had an amazing smashed avocado breakfast. I was feeling pretty good. I'd been writing in my journal. And I went, you know what? I have a budget. Sam put me on to budgeting. I have a budget. And part of my budget is a random acts of kindness thing. And I know I've got over 60 bucks in there that I can just blow on anybody. Yeah, you know, like give away something. Yeah, yeah, something. yeah. It's all right. Okay, let's go. Grab a thing. And we walked around to Victoria Street where the ATM is, the, the BNZ ATM yep. there by near Subway or something. Because it's the only one I know of. So I was like, oh, I'll go there. And so I'm walking there. And this is where I'm starting to regret my decision. So this Shona person's following you like a bad smell. Oh, oh, that's even worse. So I get out and she goes, oh, can you hold my hand? I can't. I'm partially partially blind. What? I had to help her across the Oh, I didn't so know I'm this holding part. It. I forgot about it till just now. I didn't tell you because he blocked it. It, it was quite weird. <laughs> really, he blocked it out. There's, every time he tells me a story like this, I swear he holds stuff back because I'm just going to hassle the crap out of him. It just gets weirder and weirder, right? So anyway, I get to um, we get on the way there. She goes, "Oh, actually, you know what would be better? Hundred dollars would be better." Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure like, it would be. I'm like, nah. Oh, maybe eighty then. Maybe eighty dollars would be better. I'm like, nah, sixty is all you gotta get. I would have let go of her hand and done an Olympic sprint at this point. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So anyway, so we go and I get sixty bucks out, and she goes, oh, "I'll pay you back because that was the whole thing. It was a loan. I'll pay you back. Of course it was. I'll yep. give you my phone number. So oh, okay. So in my head, I'm oh, like, so I'm never got, gonna, I'm never gonna. Has she the, got your phone number? I, let me explain. Right. So I'm like, at this point, I'm never gonna see it again. She goes, "I'll give you my phone number." So I, I put in my contacts. She goes, you can ring me to make sure it's me if you like. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So I press, I press call. Dumb move, right? So it, her phone rings. She's now got my number. So Yeah, um, okay. That'll trick. So that's cool. And then um, i like, all good. Good luck. See you later. Just no, whenever, whenever you've got the money. Oh, I'll text you my bank account. So I've texted her my bank account to put the money into. Yeah, that's right. Into, right. And I'm thinking, is there a scam in here? Can they? Can anything happen? No, I think it's all right. I can feel good about myself because I helped somebody out. Maybe they're just a total loser, but whatever. But anyway, I got a phone call uh, the other day. Yep. So I think I, it was the following weekend. Oh, yep. So uh, want to guess how much she paid me back? Oh, she... Hang on. So she paid you something back? No, she just rang me up and asked for some more money. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly thought... What, what did she say? <coughs> oh, hi, it's Shona. Well, it comes up with Shona. $60 is what I put on my <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, good. Oh, hi, Shona. How are you going? Oh, yeah, had a few more problems. Um, Wins isn't going to pay me for another week or something. Oh, I really need another $100 um, just to last then. And I'll, I'll pay you back 110 or plus the 60 I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm tapped out at the moment. I can't help you. Oh, well, I will pay you that other money at some point. Okay. Just- I honestly thought someone else was going to ring up and be a, ask for a reference of this rando or something. 
Oh, that would be awesome. That'll, that'll happen in a minute. Uh, can you be the guarantor for this thing? Oh, we put you down as the uh, the husband of this woman or some random stuff like hey, that. Hey, talking about scams, though, uh, some <clears throat> a Telpo couple, who I assume are old, they just got scammed out of $15,000 from a Spark scam. And Spark? Oh, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so... It, it happened two weeks ago, and a Spark representative called to tell them their data usage had skyrocketed with a lot of illegal activity, right? He said it was happening in Malaysia, Hong Kong, Singapore, Poland, everywhere, along with other areas, you know. And he showed me evidence, pages and pages of illegal activity, she said. How did she, he show her? Wow, he must have sent it to her or something. I don't know. But he said there's a team of cybercrime detectives working on this all the time, and they could help if we wanted them to. And she didn't want her surname to be used because she's embarrassed about the story. Um, but he started asking all these questions like, who have you loaned your computer to? Who's accessed your computer? Who's played games on the computer? And do you do online shopping? And she said, I thought these were very convincing questions. So in the process, he gives her remote access to the computer where he went on to download a whole bunch of various programs, including Skype. He said the government gives them money to fight cybercrime, and they would put $15,000 into Lois's bank account to withdraw and send away to pay for their legal activity. They said to me to look at my account, and we'll see the $15,000 go in. I had a look, and I saw the $15,000. But what she didn't realise at the time was the money was taken from all her accounts, to make up the $15,000 into the one account. Then she was told to go to withdraw the $15,000 from the bank, sounds like someone we know, and send it to Poland. <laughs> Poland? Poland, where they've set up a sting. And like a fool, I did just that. The next day, her husband, who must have had some sort of freaking mental thing that just realised what was going on, he rung ANZ up and said, what's going on? And they said, no, you've been in a scam. And he's like, oh. So, uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, it, I reckon that... I it wonder, makes you want to laugh, but at the same time, it makes you want to punch somebody. It really does, eh? Uh, I wonder if I am... I keep getting weird phone calls from Australia all the time lately uh, with no one on the other end, so I just ignore them now. I don't yeah. know what that's about. But I wonder if the old $13,000 cash woman at the bank was into doing sending money to Nigerians. Yeah, 13000 oh, yeah. Take it out, go to Western Union or whatever they call themselves. Mm, mm, never see it again. Maybe, maybe she's got a hot. She'll have hot, an online, lo- hot lo- online lover that online, she's yeah, going to yeah, finally yeah. get to meet. And oh. that brings us to the end, Chris. I know oh, you're about to say I, something. I, wanna, I wanted to go to the Trump logo. I've got to. No, I've got to share this, this no. real, real quick because I've been looking forward to telling you this all okay, week. Right, okay. I'll put it so um, you know the Trump has a logo. It's uh, like a, T, a her- it? herald. No, it's a heraldic thing, and it just says Trump. So it's got a shield and okay. God knows what. Okay. I can't remember. I believe what. you. I, I didn't say a thing. So do you know where he got this heraldry from? Made it up. No. When he bought Ma-a-Lago, yeah. there was this heraldry, and he goes, oh, I like that. And this is so ironic. It's so funny on its own. But he goes, I like that. And it had this thing, the shield and the animals, whatever it is, and it had integrity. So he scrubbed out integrity and put, put Trump. in Trump. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's just, just, you know. that, just, that just speaks volumes just there, right? So anyway, so that's cool. And he's been using this for, for years thereafter. Okay. And then when you go to the Spanish golf property, he go, goes to put the, slap this thing on, and they're like, you, 
you can't do that. The law of 1648 says it has to be registered. And he goes, what? And so he goes to register and they're like, this coat of shield, this shield of arms is already registered because there's a heraldry's a and thing, and it is in England where it was invented, <laughs> you know. So who does it like, belong to? It, well, I, I didn't say in the article, but um, but it belongs to somebody, right? So, so he goes to try and trademark it, and they go, "You can't trademark it. It belongs to somebody else, and it has done for the last hundred and fifty years." <laughs> and so he had to Did pay somebody to make up a, new a heraldry one. just for use in a Scottish one. But in the US, he still uses the one he ripped off. <laughs> I just thought that on so many levels. That's so Trump. That's so freaking hilarious. Okay. Yeah. No, that's... <laughs> wouldn't you... Oh, I, suppose, I suppose it costs too much to change it everywhere. And he just know. rips people off. That's all he does. Anyway, so yeah. So um, if you like uh, like this episode, please share it with your friends. Oh, very, Send them a link. That's right. Very quickly, uh, if you're listening to this, you've got till the 18th of December to go to Trees at the Meteor. Go look at some great trees that some people built uh, and vote for the pumpkin-themed one. Because guess who built that? I helped a little bit with it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I will go and check out the trees at the Meteor in Hamilton. But yeah, so um, Very share, good. please share and like this podcast. Leave us a uh, recommendation if you can. Um, rate us and recommend us. Uh, do the same on, on well, just Facebook. Say, just come say hello. That'd be great. Come say hello on Facebook. And don't forget we have Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com right. slash the Chris and Sam podcast. Go look at um, that. Go and put a dollar in a, a month. That's only 25 cents an episode. That'll help us out tremendously because one day we'll have 20 people and that will pay, well, 30 people maybe, and that will pay the um, the um, hosting. The hosting. <laughs> but we do appreciate that. So, And you get to get some uh, behind the scenes bits and pieces. Uh, anything else? Oh, yeah. So, the Chris and Sam podcast. Just Google something. Speaking in tongues. The Chris and Sam podcast.com. Is where you find everything that you need to uh, keep up to date with what we're doing and, and check out the old episodes. Yeah. Okay. Until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.